Hello everybody, Adam Parks here with another episode of Receivables Roundtable. Today I'm here with my longtime friend, Danny Mez, who's here to tell us what he's been up to. But before we get to that, Danny, let's start with the basics, right? Can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how you got to the seat that you're in today? Sure. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Um, thanks for having me in the, in the first place. It's great to see your face again, and I promise... Um, I am not in my basement. It's actually a very cool industrial uh, <laughs> building that I'm in, a co-working space. But, you know, I'm just looking at it now. It looks kind of basement-y. Um, so, yes, my my uh, tenure in the industry, I joined Resurgent, um, large debt buyer, in 2014. Um, actually, in the compliance department, I helped uh, design and implement our compliance management program. So this is at the peak, you know, of CFPB power. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, real, really, there just wasn't any room on the front end of the, of the business. We weren't doing much, much at all. In fact, we stopped buying because supply was too low. Obviously, economics, you know, cost too high. So um, that was an awesome experience. And I did that for about three years. And then Brian Falero, my, my longtime uh, mentor and friend, um, brought me into the fold on the front end. Uh, to do acquisitions. So I did that mm-hmm. for about seven years. Um, and, you know, I was predominantly responsible for developing new business. Resurgent obviously had a tremendous book um, long before I stepped in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, all major institutions. So, you know, I, I, um, I did our, you know, our first fintech deal and kind of developed a, a business in fintech for ourselves, uh, which we've done, you know, really well with and have phenomenal relationships, um, you know, for, for years now and some other verticals, you know, I got us into auto uh, or back into auto, I should say, secured bankruptcies, um, kind of expanded our, our master servicing portfolio offerings. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of you know, doing, doing, um, you know, more third party work for other lenders who otherwise, you know, don't sell debt or, or, didn't know the value of their debt. Um, so that's kind of, you know, brought me to where I am a couple months ago, at least. <laughs> Up until the last <laughs> couple of months, right? Which kind of leads us into where you're going. So I know we've had a couple of conversations over the past couple of months, just kind of very general high level industry uh, discussions, but you've been holding your cards very close to the vest about what you're up to next. So let me ask the question that I, that everybody wants to know, like Danny, what are you, what are you up to? What's going on? What's, what's next? Yes. Uh, thank you uh, for the question. Um, it feels like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm important or something. People are wondering what I'm doing now. I'm just kidding. Um, so, you know, here's the thing. I and and so my my mentor, as I mentioned, Brian Blaro, you know, one of the first things he told me was, um, and I like I tell this to my kids too, and that was supposed to kind of get me to trust him because I barely knew him, you know. And he said, you know, pick an industry and stick with it because um, people don't do that anymore. And mm-hmm. tenure in an industry is brings incredible value um, to the industry you're serving as well as you know in, you know in your wallet. So. Um, I was in debt buying for 10 years, right? And I was in a pretty key role, but I also knew a lot of folks who started off in collector roles that got all the way up to CEO. And, and in my mind, um, and it's a, it's a theme I borrowed from GE and their HR um, policies around organically growing their employees. 
I took a step back and I said, I'm kind of doing the major debt buying, right? I'm with a, a great company and I'm on the front end. What else is there kind of within the distressed receivable space that I could do? Mm-hmm. And of course, that happened to be um, you know, timed perfectly with uh, you know an introduction from a friend of a friend into debt management um, or debt resolution. Uh, people call it all different things. I, I broadly speaking, it's debt relief, and then you know a subgroup of debt relief is the debt resolution or debt management space. I found um, a wonderful you know, group that wanted to develop their, their business development and marketing. Um, so, you know, fast forward, I, I started OmniArm, which is um, my own consultancy. I've used it for various purposes. Um, you know, it actually started as a, as a uh, distressed real estate buyer on my own, um, small, obviously very small, but decided to expand that, you know, I can do a bunch of different things with this, uh, with this entity, but, of course, you know, I'm being realistic, 90% of my time is really dedicated to one client and that is in the debt management space. And I have not actually, now you're making me think as we were talking earlier, I haven't disclosed it publicly. Um, that firm is called Greenwise Financial Services and their operating arm is um, Greenwise Debt Relief. Okay. And so talk, like, let's talk a little bit about what that role means and, you know, how, how does that play into what you were doing previously? Sure. You know, I, I think, you know, first, first off, we all know that this, this space is blowing up. You're right. And, and I say that, um, you know, in terms of scale, mm-hmm. right. It's, it's a tough time, um, for a lot of people, you know, the pre-charge off and, uh, charge off. Um, accounts are back to, you know, they're normalized since pre-COVID, if, if not more so. Uh, inflation, right? Like the dollar is worth 20% less today than it was pre-COVID. Um, and then you've got about 45, 50 million Americans who are now struggling with or having to um, re-familiarize themselves with paying their student loan obligations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, debt buying, debt management, it's all its all a big industry and, and so the to me, you know, looking at what I, I would say is about $80 billion that's currently in some adverse status, you know, delinquency or charged off. I'm turning to this company who wants to grow. So the, the industry is growing already, but where it's not growing is in the lending space and with the, with the original creditors. Right. And, you know, I think, I think the, the intention of hiring me was really to like, Hey, take, take this opportunity and and you know and in my in my mind you know there's some reinventing of the of the space but i don't mean that to discredit anyone in the space because it's more so a perception and and it's i've come to terms with that as a debt buyer in the front end dealing with the you know bringing on new lenders who have you know over time evolved their own policies and, and discovered how there are these debt management companies out there that are, you know, a lot of their customers are enrolling into and they're trying to figure out more about it. Right. That's been happening for five or six years. Mm-hmm. Um, but somewhere along the way, everyone, every other creditor, debt buyer, downstream lender, you know, have, has actually had phenomenal relationships with the debt management companies and have, um, you know, engaged into partnerships with them. 
the lenders have not. And I think what I would like to do in my you know stint in this industry and what I feel like could be a forever you know industry for me is to kind of resolve those concerns because I think we're just talking past each other to borrow from uh, a term that John was always used to throw at me a lot. But that's what I think is really happening. I think it's just talking. It's communication versus actual issues. And if someone were to retort and say, here are the issues I think I've had, I'd be able to kind of get some good clarification to, to kind of resolve those, those concerns. So, you know, when we talk about debt relief, right, like obviously that's a, a really broad category and then you're, you're kind of honing it in. Talk to me a little bit about like the business model behind what you're focused on. Sure. Um, so, you know, the, the target, the target um, consumer for, for someone uh, in, debt re- in debt relief is obviously someone who's, whose debts um, are, are putting them into a situation that they can't get themselves out of, which, you know, not only hits them financially, right, but emotionally it impacts every asset, um, every, you know, aspect of their life. Of their lives so you know debt relief could be um it could be in the form of uh i guess you could even consider minimum payments on your credit card a form of debt relief right because you're keeping yourself afloat and that's the the minimum payment is a relief option in my mind from a credit card company then you've got um, debt consolidation loans right that's Mm -hmm. that's where the fintech made their name um and that's a form of, of debt relief in my mind, uh, you know, they're consolidating their debts, but then you've got where folks are kind of getting too out of control, and now they're looking at um, debt management companies, credit counseling, and you know, ultimately bankruptcy is is a main relief option. So, you know, I I say realistically, a lot of our business is the folks coming from the debt consolidation loan space, and that's again, it's a small sub subsection right of just those folks who ultimately can't get you know they, they've consolidated their debts they've been doing well but in this economy they're falling behind so much so that it's going to be you know adversely impacting their future and you know many times has already done so right or there's just a financial um, distress event that happens and, and now their consumers are experiencing hardship and they've had to kind of bypass the initial the earlier layers of the debt relief space and now they're you know looking at that kind of a debt management option that's that's kind of my take on the industry in my five weeks as an expert here <laughs> <laughs> completely understood so should we expect to be seeing you at the standard arm conferences kind of uh bridging the gap between these two worlds Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, great question. I, I absolutely intend to, you know, the, the industry and, and, you know, Adam, and as a marketing expert yourself, what I didn't necessarily appreciate early on was um, debt, debt relief in general, um, you know, specifically debt management companies rely heavily on advertising. And, you know, everyone does today, right? All the debt buyers do with their, with their digital arms. They're, they're trying to pinpoint data points to bring them to the right people at the right time. It's a good thing. It's a good use of data. Um, so, you know, I just, I didn't, I didn't necessarily realize how 
marketing heavy. It was. And honestly, there's a lot of money spent um, trying to get in front of the right consumers. Right. And that's the, the other thing is since 2010 from the FTC's um, enhanced kind of oversight over the debt management space. You can't collect a dollar until you've established, you know, enough in an escrow account to start making payments on your first debt. So you've spent it's marketing these marketing dollars trying to find the consumer, and then labor and time um, and overhead trying to establish this escrow to build up to a point where they can start making good on their outstanding debts, right? And all of those relationships with the debt management companies, the creditors, to to come to some resolution that makes sense for everybody. I, I think um, it's because of the lending space being, being um, you know, not an active participant directly in the debt management space. So yes, I would like to be at all those conferences um, and take it more from a lead gen mentality, you know, big, big Vegas conferences to more of the going right to the big creditors at the big, you know, arm conferences. I think that's an opportunity and, and I intend to you know, do what I can to help the, the bridging of that you know, gap. So how do you expect that you're going to spend your kind of day-to-day time, right? Like it sounds like there's some some big lofty um, forward momentum that you're going after, but what's your day-to-day going to look like? Yeah, I mean, honestly, Adam, like at this point, I'm playing the new guy card a lot. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm approaching my relationships uh, from, that I developed, you know, while at the surgeon, that's, you know, no secret the coveted relationships I made there are immediately applicable here and, you know, for entirely unrelated reasons. Um, but, but I'm talking to them and I just want to, I'm looking for their input and guidance and, and just being as, uh, you know, a, a quiet kind of a listening, a listener and figuring out where it, it would be best worth our time to kind of focus effort on, um, you know, peeling back the layers of the onion and, and kind of coming to some you know, resolution to bring them into the fold. And then I think it's a matter of, hey, like, take someone that you're unable to work with. Let us help them um, rehabilitate their finan- their finances, right? Mm-hmm. And then return them back into the main lending stream, right back to that very lender who was unfortunately able to assist them not that long prior. That's that's where I think I'm going to be able to help. Okay. I think that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Well, very excited to see what you, uh, how this all starts to unfold and what you come up with next year, Danny. It's always been a pleasure to get to know you through the years, um, your level of expertise between the creditors. And if you can help to bridge that gap between the debt relief kind of world and that debt collection world and the originating creditor world, I think that could be a really effective mechanism for, for kind of bridging that gap. Thanks. I, don't, I appreciate that, especially coming from you. Um, you've had a lot of success yourself in uh, in this industry and many peripheral industries. So, um, you know, it's it's I, I appreciate you letting me um, kind of speak, you know, with my offer my thoughts on what I've learned so far. And I, I think I do offer a unique perspective because I'm not trained in this industry at all whatsoever. So. You know, you're getting my fresh thoughts, Adam, and I thank you for letting me share them. 
Well, sometimes one of the, the best things to be is a problem solver, right? A unique and uh, new set of eyes to come in and understand the critical thinking aspects of breaking down a problem, right? Because sometimes it's about just going and addressing that next problem. So I'm very excited to see what you continue to, uh, to do through the years, Danny. For those of you that are watching, if you guys have additional questions that you'd like to ask Danny, you can leave those in the comments below and we'll be responding to those on LinkedIn and YouTube. Or if you have additional mm -hmm. topics that you'd like to see us discuss, you can leave those in the comments below as well. And I'm willing to bet I can get Danny to come back at least one more time to help me create great content for a great industry. But until next time, Danny, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you. Likewise. Anytime, Adam. Absolutely. And everybody watching, thank you so much. We'll see you all again soon.